Hi, I'm Satish. And I'm Raghu. And we are the Inconceivable Desis. Back once again. We are again going to be talking about comics. <laughs> Or, well, their interpretation in movies and uh, uh, TV shows, uh, more correctly, actually. I think it all started with us uh, starting to actually catch up with, uh, you know, the slew of uh, shows that are coming up. And uh, we start, you know, we got talking about... Um, how the continuity is kind of all messed up between what we see in the movies and what we see in the in the TV shows and what actually ended up happening in the books yeah with those guys you know the guys who actually look at the continuity and like oh no but captain america did not do that with those guys especially captain america <laughs> they, have, they have really mangled his identity man when captain america throws his mighty shield yeah so i think uh, the latest Marvel movie uh, Avengers 2 uh, epitomizes sort of so if if you follow comics or even if you don't follow comics if you just follow movies the latest Marvel movie uh, before Ant-Man Avengers 2 epitomizes what happens when you actually try to introduce continuity over multiple episodes of one big story because i feel as though that that really got bogged down in trying to into you know sort of introduce plot threads for future uh for future movies while trying to keep in keep track of the plot threads introduced in the old movies and you know that sort of makes the movie slow down quite a bit yeah i think they were trying to hold together too many threads and also kind of introduce a lot more people at the same time it was just getting noisy uh and and they're doing it both like both in the uh in the tv shows and uh in the movies so if you if you for example were following uh, agents of shield which is a tv show and then you went and looked at avengers 2 you would actually be like oh yeah i remember that character oh i remember that character but the problem is if you didn't see agents of shield you'd be like who is this guy who came for like 5 minutes and his presence is like super negligible in the whole movie you know oh he got captured oh he is a he's a hydra oh he's killed okay wasn't the idea something i think i remember reading about this that uh, so captain america 2 which came out last year the effects of captain america 2 were felt in the tv series in some way and then the tv series took part of that story forward and then it sort of was revisited in avengers 2 i think that's what you're referring to yeah that's right they're doing the crossover they are so for people who don't necessarily follow comics uh sometimes the characters cross over from one comic book one comic series to another and sometimes there are like multi series events so there is one event but different characters in their different comic books and trust me there are like many 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 comic books that get published every week so uh every wednesday uh so different uh characters present their viewpoint of this one event So as far as everybody's concerned Age of Ultron is one event which which makes sense if you think about it because technically all of that happens in the same universe and I'm making air quotes at this point so obviously if some big earth shattering event happens in to Iron Man then some effect of that must be seen by say Spider-Man or someone but not Superman because Superman is not the same publisher as Spider-Man for the 11 billionth time <laughs> Who I hope your I hope your children asked you this question. 
you know an adult asking this question will be like yeah i i know you don't do these things but but seriously <laughs> that's a fair point though how many people actually care about this well i think marvel would love us all to care about it because they uh you know they have their movies then they have their tv shows which appear on regular abc or nbc or whatever then they have their netflix shows the first of which was daredevil um so you know they would love for you just to watch all marvel entertainment all the time so you know you watch your tv shows go watch the summer movie come back watch the netflix show then restart the tv you know don't don't watch anything else you'll be able to keep track of everything yeah i i guess my only problem with the tv stuff has been that you know um they they are weekly installments for the most part so the continuity in in those shows tends to be a little i don't want to say soap opera ish but it's you know it's pretty they they have this added drama that just happens in all these characters lives right we are, we, we know there is some drama that's happening between you know uh hulk and the scarlet witch which is really weird but it's happening and but it's like it's happen in 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 a two and a half hour movie it happens for like 3 minutes but episode in and episode out of all these tv shows you're seeing all this drama and you're like oh my god just just kind of move on man seriously it has actually bogged down previous shows right so um i think the first attempts at some of these things in 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 american television like smallville or any of these series like those really got bogged down in trying to show oh look that person they fell in love there and then they broke up and then that affected his superhero life and or her superhero life and so i mean i don't think that's ever really going to go away because whatever you do they you know they have to have some kind of weird you know love angle because god knows all superheroes have to fall in love especially with somebody who is not necessarily nice <laughs> of course it's like a given right yeah uh but the new new crop of i mean smallville smallville was i thought uh you know a little ahead of its time it was i thought it was pretty good script wise and i thought it was fun to watch i think it was good up front i think as the time went on like i don't know it dragged on for like eight years eight seasons nine seasons i think it's the same issue as anything else right like if you drag it out It's the same issue as for Marvel. Now here we are, seven years in, and now there's so much continuity going on, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy appeared there, and now he's appearing here, and you sort of get bogged down um, in in what's going on, uh, unless you know you have the guts to sort of be like, okay, this character is done, we're we're done, we move on to the next character, but that's that's almost never going to happen. Yeah, I think Arrow Arrow is the one thing that I've been kind of catching up on, and I think Arrow is going to start suffering from that. They just ended up. introducing way too many characters in season 1 and my wife who doesn't like read a lot of comics in general she definitely got bogged down she's like who is this person now he was there for like you know a minute or two in the last seven episodes and now suddenly he's there you know for a really long time now who is this person so uh, i think arrow is definitely starting to feel those effects although i'm curious how arrow is going to tie in with the uh, with the pen affleck batman space <laughs> okay before we get started on the everything that is wrong with batman versus superman dawn of justice do you bleed uh, extravaganza I- tell me do you bleed the impression i got was that the keeping aside the dc movies like the tv shows from dc which involve 
I think it's Arrow, Flash. Um, there's a new one, I think, that's coming out. I forget the name now. The impression I've gotten from, like, whatever I've read, I've not watched any of these shows. I've read about them. I've spoken spoken to colleagues who've watched them. The impression I get is that they mostly kept it light. There's some continuity and stuff, but they mostly kept it light, so it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, that is true. It it focuses uh, quite quite a lot more on the um, the action. I, I, although I, although I have to say, I think the best of the pack is uh, Daredevil. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I uh, I tweeted out a link today about uh, one of the best scenes that I've seen any time. It's a, I mean, there are no spoilers here. It's a one frame, one take, or one frame, one take. Um, fight scene oh yeah I've, I've seen that that's yeah that's not, yeah that was the one the sequence i i did uh watch even though i've not watched the whole series i did watch that that is amazing that that sequence is amazing and if you see the build-up to that sequence and the end of that sequence which is not part of the what's available on youtube uh but you have to actually watch the whole the whole episode it's really well it's really well cut I think they have done a good job. The cast is like not super. It's not bad, but it's not. I mean, it's not bad at all. But the cut, the production quality is tremendous. Yeah, I think I like what I liked about that sequence was what they didn't show. Like they didn't need. They didn't feel the need to show Daredevil. You know, land every punch. Like there's there's just a sequence. Daredevil yeah. goes in. The camera just continues moving, and then you see Daredevil come out still fighting. Like. Uh, it it I think when I shared it with some other friends, I said this reminds me of that um, the Korean movie Old Boy. Old Boy. Old Boy has a very similar corridor sequence, right? The the one cut just following the character taking down all of those uh, villains, right? And I did some quick uh, checking. So the one I'm thinking about, which sort of brings together Arrow, Flash, Black Canary, a bunch of them, is oh, something right. called Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. Of tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow is coming. That's right. They just announced it at Comic-Con, I think. Yeah. That's right. Legends of Tomorrow should be interesting. Should be interesting. And there's also um, another one called... uh, There's also Supergirl, which does not... The first trailer looked terrible. (laughs) Um, It did. It looked very bad. I guess we have to see. I mean, so so just to explain, the first trailer looked terrible because it basically cast Supergirl as the poor little girl who doesn't really know how to do anything. You know, she's, uh, you know, the devil wears Prada heroine or whatever. And oh, she's got superpowers, which is not really, I mean, that's not a good, that's not a good tack to take. Come on. Let's, uh, let's kind of, you know, take a sideways step speaking about people who are uh, completely unaware of their powers and they suddenly become powerful isn't that been like the usp of like every single desi hero hasn't hasn't that been like the selling point i'm i'm thinking krish here krish. not the not the first but the biggest right krish i would think is the biggest that is true he he does not know that he can run faster than a horse that is true or that he can jump over tall buildings with a single bound while, for some reason, cycling. I never understood that about Crush. I never understood why his signature move is to pretend as though he's cycling. But the last superhero, last Indian superhero to be as big as him was Shaktiman, who used to whirl like a top. No, 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 no. Remember your childhood? Well, uh, there I was Supremo. Well, that was that was way back when. I don't, were we even born at that point? Yes, yes, we were born. <laughs> 
Amitabh Bachchan as a superhero whose name totally does not sound like a villain, Supremo. That was, I mean, I've read some of those books. Those are... Don't, don't forget his costume. <laughs> Tights with what can only be described as a dupatta around his waist. Is Gogoji apka ghagra? <laughs> My memory of it is pink. It was red. I'm pretty sure it was red. But I don't want to go that far. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was red. And what's this pink bias? It doesn't happen in India, all right? That's true. Uh, but, you know, there were, there were good, there were good comic, I mean, not comic, but superheroes also um, when we were growing up. And, and my favorite example is always Captain Vyom. Think of an under-budget, it looked like an under-budget show for sure. That has always been the catch with, with I think, Indian television and Indian cinema in general, right? Like, the budget is constrained, so... It's not like Marvel. Marvel will spend like whatever, a few million dollars putting Daredevil together with the best possible CGI and, uh, you know, seamless looking effects or whatever. But it's not necessary that India can necessarily justify that kind of expense. Because Saas bhi was low budget? I'm not <laughs> sure about that assertion. That's a very bold statement to make. But they are making some interesting movies, uh, interesting shows now, right? Like there is the... Uh, Mahakumbh. Yes. I forget the whole thing. It's like, I just remember Mahakumbh. And it seemed like an intriguing uh, start. And it seemed like a, you know, decent budgeted thing. Mahakumbh ek rahasya ek kahani. Yeah. Probably not as much uh, CGI as, you know, trick camera, I guess. There was this really uh, cool video shared recently, which was basically saying, uh, the problem with CGI is... When it is bad CGI, you remember it. But when it's good CGI, you don't even know that CGI is there. Is this when Great Bong was talking about Bahubali maybe? <laughs> no, no. This this is like a video where they show you the difference between like what we oh. remember as good CGI and bad CGI. And it. it is shocking how many places CGI is used and you never realize it. Because it's done so seamlessly. But the minute that facade drops, it's it's just it, it just crashes and burns. I think the other big problem, not problem, but the other sort of catch with with Desi takes on superheroes and so on is they they either err on the side of making it too kiddish or they err on the side of making it too filmy, both of which you don't have to do. Like you can just treat it seriously, but for some reason, I think there's like a mental block that these things cannot be taken seriously. They are for kids or, you know, they... Yeah, there is also the religious angle, I think, that comes up. I mean, moralizing is one thing. Comic books have been moralizing for like years and years. But it tends to be overtly religious, I think, sometimes. Captain Vyom, that's why I thought was good. It was like, you know, fairly uh, apolitical, irreligious. And it just, uh, it it showed the travails of an entire team. It was a Star Star Trek clone. Not saying no. But it definitely showed the entire travails of a team. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for a, but like you said, I'm kind of waiting for a Desi TV. Uh, maybe, maybe the, uh, story thing will be sci-fi. Maybe it'll be, uh, I don't know, something like a, um, fantasy legend mytho thriller kind of thing. I was about to say that I think, uh, the closest we've gotten to some kind of, uh, mytho type thing has been, 
you know like i think chota bhim and bal yeah. ganesh they pretend like those things have superheroes even though they are really like indian mythological gods they right. pretend like they're superheroes um which it that goes towards being too kiddish again so but then we have to have special mention of course priyanka chopra is electra in drona drona is an awesome movie you guys should watch it because priyanka chopra is electra in that yes yes that is the only reason to watch that movie not not abhishek bachchan's ponch <laughs> i have no idea i think priyanka chopra was on the screen i have no idea what else was happening in that movie yeah but the problem is priyanka chopra is not on the screen all the time and then i must have fallen asleep or something <laughs> seriously you you are a lucky man you keep using the word i don't think it means what you think it means